Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you had this month's beer... Delivery? Has it yes, arrived? I've had mine, yeah. <coughs> Has it arrived? There's some good ones. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them as well, as always. What's your favourite? It's still got to be the Octopod. Yeah, same here. But yeah, you're, they've all been nice, haven't they? Have they got another offer on? They have. Well, for those who don't know, beer52.com, the, no, the number one craft beer club in the world. There were some cracking ones this week. Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, even Finland. Give all that. See, I never had Finland down for a big beer. No? Manufacturer. Oh, I imagine they, they, they like a good brew in North Finland. You've got to warm the cockles from time to time. Well, yeah. You'd have a cup of tea for that, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> Maybe. Or a hot chocolate. Or, or a ch- like chilli beer. Cocoa. Well, <laughs> a, a chilli beer <clears throat> or 20. That works. Obviously, listeners are under the cosh. You get uh, you get the offer from Beer52. All you got to do is go to www.beer52.com slash cosh. Ten free beers. Is that delivered to your door? Ten free beers delivered to your door. Just pay the postage £4.95. That's four. Forty. Here we 40. go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yes. hey. Fifty pence a can. Fifty pence a drink, innit? You know what I mean? Can't go wrong, really. And you don't have to go out of the house. And there's some absolute belters. Because you might, you might, you know, everybody gets a bit bored of the, the big brand beers from time to time, and, you, and you're getting this. Agreed. It's a lovely variety. It's like a, it's like a lucky dip. Bit of a roulette. Every month. Yeah. Yeah. Ale, ale roulette. Mm. That's what we refer to it as. Yeah. Ale roulette. Yeah. Stick them in the fridge. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Bob's pop your, your hands in. <laughs> If you've not signed up yet, you'd be a full to Absolute full to But say it's £4.95 yeah. delivery. Job done. Value in it. And like I said, they don't hold you to ransom, do you? You can cancel it, turn it off, switch it yeah. on. If they're not for you, they're not for you. You give it a try, ain't you? Same here. Do you still get your snacks? Oh, you get your snacks and your little magazine telling you, you where all the beers were around. You know you get your snacks. <laughs> you still got all cr- fine well. Hey, yeah. You still got crumbs on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> you just set him up, weren't you? Just, just, that little, that little just for the benefit of the advert, lad. <laughs> little added extra. <laughs> you get your ferment magazine, which gives you all the details of where your beer has been brewed, which is, I think, it's nice. That's well, a nice insight. Yeah. On the bog. Yeah. <laughs> on the bog. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a beer and a ferment magazine. <laughs> I was getting through the last year, your honey roast peanuts. You can be in there, you can be in there for hours, can't you? Just reading and drinking away. <laughs> All you got to do is get over to www.beer52.com slash kosh. £4.95, 10 beers, not 8, 10. I feel like him off that double glazing of it. <laughs> you fucking sound it's not like eight, it's ten. You sound like him at all. <laughs> Just as annoying as him at all. <laughs> so, yeah, so... <clears throat> no need to thank us. Honestly, it's our, it's our pleasure. Yeah. yeah. It's a no-brainer. No need to thank us.
Gentlemen. How's it going? Episode two, series five. Have you got that right? <laughs> yeah, what do you, what he has, do you he think? Has. Yeah, he has. For once he's got it right. And we're as jollies, aren't we? We got the tube to whichever Trump's train station it was. And you said it, Chris said, it's a two minute walk. Yeah. I just, it's two minutes. By the way, it, we were going to his, the office where he works in London. And we were getting off the train where he gets off the train in London. Two minute walk. You know when you know when the kids are screaming in the back of the car and you know you're a good 20 minutes ago and they're saying, how far now, how far, how far? And you say, just two minutes, two minutes. Just uh, just keep them happy. Keep them happy, stop and whinging. Same scenario. The, my shirt was stuck to my back. See, yeah. It was that hot. See, I don't like walking when I don't know where I'm going. I like to, That's why I like to stay in Barnsley because I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> I, know that, I know exactly how it takes me to get to put, from put, place to place. I know where to cut up at home and that's all I need to know. It seems to have gone down well, killer, doesn't it? Everybody yeah. seems to enjoy it. Yeah, we are, uh, especially the hitchhiker. Yeah. Yeah, the hitchhiker and the Paul Daniels. I've never seen a reaction like it from him. He was so happy that he oh. went for it. I've got a screenshot on my phone of his face as it, that exact moment. The yes. thing is, well, I've heard it before, you know, when it when it sinks in afterwards. I think it's, he told it so well, yeah, though, he, he sucked you in yeah, with the detail. Yeah, really yeah, you were in. I was you in the in. net before I knew it. Yeah, you were... Uh, the first first lad was actually come on and sort of... Mix it up a bit. Yeah, a little bit, aye. I think but, it was great. I think I think he does listen to the podcast, doesn't he? So he, he knows the crack about. and he, he prepared himself. It was good. Mm. It was the... Even the Daniels one when he went, he's not what he used to be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh dear! And the uh, my, my personal favourite was Neil Warnock's shoulder cream mm. because I can just always visualise it. Seen him on videos ranting and raving, aren't you? And you can just see him putting his leg up. To be fair, and giving it the big white with the shoulder cream. I've seen him a couple of times on TV since we recorded that, and I can't look at him. <laughs> Is that all you think about? It's all I can. It's getting, it's getting that good scoop out the pot. Me, yeah. me and Johnny met up with him on Wednesday. Yeah. And that's all he spoke about, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh right. <laughs> He was happy with oh, his work. Right. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Boy done good. I've smashed it out the ballpark, he said. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of self-praise there, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, it were, it were one for self-praise, weren't it? Yeah. On quite a few occasions. I smashed it out the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> but no, a good way to start the fifth series. Yeah, it was funny, man. Yeah. So, what in about the, in the, um, me and John's good mate, Andy Lonigan? Oh, fuck me, I. Oh, yeah. Andrew Flappergan. I've got me my phone as Flappergan new. I tell you what, he must, he nearly... That, that is, that is Augustus Glump, in it, that, with the golden ticket. Incredible. Adrian coming back from, from injury, he could have been there starting his first Premier League game. Yeah, what a guy, what a, what a guy. Yeah, over the I moon saw him, him, I saw him with his yeah. medal. Yeah, his medal, his thing super is, cup medal. Thing is, you know, back in the day, he'd have been battering that. Look at that, really? look at that dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Giving it Billy Big Spuds with his medal and that. Yeah. I think I've seen a photo of him with a trophy in his arm. Or keep his union yeah. at all. Not yet. <laughs> him fucking the actor burger, the coach. Yeah. And, oh my God, it was. You it was mean? funny. Um, me and Billy Painter used to do a thing. Say if one of your mates signs for a new team. It's always pretty awkward, isn't it? We spoke about it before. And you're always looking for icebreakers. <laughs> So I text Lonas saying, get on to Shakiri. I've had a few nights out with him. What a fella. I says, tell him, Big Brownie says, from a yard, and he'll piss his pants. He'll know exactly what you're on about. <laughs> Just chucked it into him and left it with him. And then two days later, he's texted us back going, he's never heard of your pal. <laughs> and I said, I know, mate, I've never met him before in my life. 
Point your fucking dick. <laughs> Imagine that conversation though. Yeah, he's got to know better. Big, I mean, big brownie. <laughs> He's got to know better than that, man. He's been in game a long time, mate. And I sent it to Billy Painter and he was crying. <laughs> From a yard. He'll know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so he's got a piece together where you could possibly have had nights out with him, to see if it's the best. To see I think I went down the Stoke route. I think when he was at Stoke, I've had a, had a few nights out with him and he's a lunatic on the drink. <laughs> Big brown, he says, From a yard. <laughs> And you're going up line and sinker. Yeah. And I think Shakiri must have felt awkward for him because he's obviously given it the I might I think I vaguely remember. I don't know what you're talking about, just to kind of get rid of Lonners, but you can imagine him saying it in his broad Preston accent. Oh man. <laughs> no, oh, I mean no good no, form. No, good dis- form, sir. no disrespect, but then the last season he's in the Rochdale dressing room. No disrespect mm. for Rochdale. And then this season it, it He's won the Super Cup. I mean, talking about when we met up with Keller, we were sat on my sofa at two in the morning after we'd just won the Super Cup. And we were saying, it doesn't matter how how old you are or whatever, you've got to be a good keeper to sign for Liverpool. Yeah. Whether you've... Yeah. Well, he, was on trial, he was on trial for quite a while, weren't <laughs> yeah. he? At least training. I don't, I don't even know if it were a trial. I think he was just into El Park because Alisson were coming back off his holidays or whatever and they've got a couple of injuries. I think yeah. he just went into El Park. Get yourself fit as much as anything. And they've offered That's the contract. So, so, and so he must have been doing all right. Think of all the keepers that could have signed. Yeah. So he must have made a pressure as a keeper, and obviously he's a great lad, isn't he? Yeah. He's a fair player. Mm. Yeah, we sat you in the fat, weren't we? <laughs> he's just, just won the Super Cup with me and him, sat with our balls out on my sofa. <laughs> 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 Where did it all go wrong, Gary <laughs> boy? So, Neil Shipley today, chaps. Yeah. Should be a good one. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I played with him. I was only young, to be fair, but he were. A few yeah. clubs, what I reckon Crystal Palace, small, a bit of a legend at Crystal Palace, two, Crystal two Palace, terms. Yeah, Southampton, <laughs> had a, uh, a great career, bless him. Should we get him in? I think we better answer. Should we get him in? He's coming upstairs now. Come on then, shippers. One nail. Shippers? <laughs> Are you getting familiarised? <laughs> Jason Shipley. Got middle we, names. Got middle. No, not done that before. No. Special treatment. I wish it was the other way around, really. Neil's not the greatest name, is it? So Jason <laughs> Neil would have been better. There you go. Our you first doing? first trip to London for one of these podcasts, yes, by the way. Smoke. A lot of people were, were excited on Twitter, weren't they? Mm. We have been very northern-based so yeah. far. So it was, there was a few comments well, we, about that. If one. you get a bit homesick, I can always go back to my northern uh, little episodes. So. Yeah, you enjoyed it up there, didn't you? I did, I did. I think I'm a closet northerner. <laughs> so you joined Chelsea at 16 then? 15. 15? Yep. Is Glenn Oddle in charge when you, when you break through? Yeah, good old Glenn. P- player manager then, is it? Is yeah, they say don't make you hero, don't they? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Because I already told you who supports Spurs, so Glenn Oddle to me was, yeah. was like God. And uh, when I was there at 15, we, we used to train in a place called Harlow and right by the, by Heathrow where I used to live and stuff and I'd go and get the bus home he, pull, he pulls up because he was at Chelsea then he was on kind of like just training I think he'd just left Monaco and wanted training so uh, he recognised me and I'm walking down the road 
because I'm a kid at Chelsea, and he gives me a lift home. It's one of my proudest things, you yeah. know. <laughs> and he dropped me right to my door, you know, really delayed everything, make sure everyone yeah, in there, you know, can see, you. see us <laughs> and all that. So, see you, Glenn. See yeah. you, Glenn. Yeah. See you, Glenn. Can you unlock his door, Glenn? Unlock it, then. Unlock it. So I really milked that, and then uh, he obviously went on to be my manager and that. But yeah, look, as a player, unbelievable. I actually like him as a pundit as well. I like yeah. I like listening to him many to punditry, but but as a manager, not for me. No, I, I didn't have the greatest of. Uh, well, I didn't know any better. To be honest, I'm a young lad. I thought all managers are like that, but you know, certain stuff of him. He used to he used to drop players. John, John, I tell you this from when he played. I mean, the, the one thing you respect of a manager is having having the, the balls to sit you down Pulled and say, look, you know, you're not playing today because you, you even if uh, Noah Warnock, you actually say, yeah, you're not playing today, you're not going to be good enough. You know, yeah. they tell you straight. Yeah, sport now you can you can take that two ways. You can go home and have the ump, or you you know, knuckle down, or you can go, oh, you know, it, it, it's the it's the honest way. Anyway, going back to Grenoble, I don't know any different, but remember we have got people like Dennis Wise playing, Finney Jones. Uh, used to play you know big characters in there and he used to put the team up at half one on a uh, on a board he used to write the team and he used to walk in and that was how you knew if he was playing or not and again i didn't know any better not worse man there's not nothing worse no. is there? and there uh, was yeah and so things like that for me always uh i mean now i can talk about experience all the managers i played for yeah. and uh yeah for me he, he weren't a great well worst man one of the worst man, man management yeah, yeah. why do you think that was fucking confrontation he, 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 he fucking managed our country that no. <laughs> did he just not like confrontation or is yeah, that probably. just his? I don't know. You can't work him out. I mean, he was born again Christian, there, wasn't he? I mean, I, I, I was at Watford on loan, so I'd been, I'd been at Chelsea, and you know, none of this flying to airports and getting. Well, they get the train nowadays, don't they? But we used to get the coach, go to Manchester or something like that, and we put the. Uh, uh, well, we're not even DVDs in VHS, and I used to have, uh, <laughs> I used to have like Scum. ID, yeah. them kind of films, oh, I used to have all them, yeah, you know, real, real proper, proper, uh, proper films, and we put it on, and uh, Peter Shreves, who was his assistant, you could hear him going, Glenn, Glenn, is, is, is this alright for you, Glenn, or, or too much swearing, Glenn, we'll get rid of that one, yeah. you know, all that was going on, so, so you watch fucking Bambi? <laughs> So well, had, he, had he found God at that time? Oh yeah, he's, he's probably found it by then, yeah. but no, I was at Watford on loan, coming from Chelsea and the VHSs where they, pl they were playing was, you know, hardcore porn <laughs> <laughs> on, on the way to the game. So, I actually thought... On the way to the game? On, on the way to the game on or the just, way way just on the Friday? Well, on the way to the game. It was everybody, so, everybody, 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 they thought they were all injured, they were all waddling off trees. <laughs> but no, they were all like, and I thought to myself, oh my God, what's going on here? You know, and, uh, so it's a bit of a culture shock going back to Chelsea and yeah. sort of having to... Uh, as John said, my, but not probably band, but you probably sound of music or something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a real, for an 18 year old, it was a real eye opener yeah, yeah. of uh, how two different clubs can, uh, can you, manage. Did, 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 did the, uh, the hardcore porn get you sorted out for the game then, while you're fucking up, up and ready to go for it? Uh, well, I'd, I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to look back on our results actually, see how we got on. Yeah. I was only there for six, uh, six weeks, I think it was, or six games, yeah. So. Did he get in Gavin Peacock's here then? Because he's he's a pastor now, isn't he? A yeah. preacher. Is he? Yeah. Did Glenn turn nib? They were good well, mates. They got, they got on well. Yeah. Uh, he, he never went out for a drink or nothing, Gavin, so I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in that one. But Presents uh, songs of praise every now and again. He's 
full on. Is he? Mm. I wonder what it was like before that. Then was he? Did he used to go out all the time or who's that? Hoddle. Or did oh, he just, Hoddle, yeah, Christ. If he so he was a bit of a wronger. Someone who played in the seventies. He was yeah. He loved a drink and he, he, he you know loved the bird. His, yeah, he loved a bird and all that. Apparently, so yeah, I think it's. Well, look, I mean, Bruce Dyer. You know, yeah, we had a bit Barnsley. He was uh, anything but a, a born again. And then suddenly, you know, we used to joke like if he got caught out or something, and people used to throw that card in. But he. he, he, <laughs> he, he, he so, you get caught uh, shagging him, you throw the born again Christian in. Yeah, that's me, I'm done, I'm done with it. But fair play to Bruce, because he, he, he carried it on. As far as I know, he still yeah, is. Yeah, he still is, isn't he? He still lives in Barnsley, you know. still lives yeah. up, uh, up in Oxford at Barnsley. But no, he, like, he, he was a bit of a preacher, Bruce. We had to tell him, like, you know, yeah, we, you know, do what you've got to do, but don't lump all that on us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Pete Amos, weren't it? But Bruce used to be, used to be like, on a Friday night, he'd be out fucking DJing in, a, in clubs and that, wouldn't he? Yeah, I forgot about that. He was DJ, yeah. So he's got a game on a Saturday. Was he the first million pound teenager? Yeah, Watford, wasn't it? Yeah, first yeah. million pound teenager. There's a game was on a Saturday. He's, he's giving it fucking... Jean Paul on a, on a Friday John night. Paul. Is it John Paul? <laughs> John yeah. Paul? Are we still a are we still a religion here? We're talking about Paul. Went to them. Fucking hell! I don't know about that. Fucking shit. Well, you know what? Just say Pete Tong, John. You're Pete, yeah, Pete Tong. He's giving it fucking Pete Tong till four o'clock in the morning. And now, and bless him, he's a born again Christian now, Bruce. At Chelsea, well, then, what, you know, like you, you sort of, you YTS at Chelsea. I signed schoolboy forms, but never played a schoolboy game. I went straight into the uh, the Southeast Counties League, YTS, I, I think. So were you cleaning boots and fucking yeah, stupid uh, stadiums? Yeah, 27.50 a week, I think it was, back then, we, we got, yeah. Okay. We, were cleaning, we were cleaning the changing rooms, doing all the, the wash, you know, all that kind of stuff we were doing uh, back in there. So that would have been about, what, 90, 92, I think, 92. And we began play Arsenal at their brand new training centre, uh, training ground, and Spurs, and they didn't have to do that. So that was like the last little bit of like now. Well, now they don't do nothing, do they? Nah, even even nah, at the big clubs. So, but it was quite good. You had little rules. Couldn't go into the first team dressing room unless asked. You know, you ever had the front of the game there without being asked, you you got battered. So uh, you know what they just tear you to shreds yeah, verbally, yeah. or you'd get yeah. A- if it was your birthday, you made sure you didn't tell anyone because some of the stuff that went on there was, was quite horrific. Uh, well, they, they didn't actually do it, but the, the fact that, that they would threaten it, you just used to run. So <laughs> Harleton used to, used to be a massive, massive field. You can see the uh, aeroplanes and that coming over. And uh, Muzzy Is It, it's what we made me laugh. Muzzy Is It has got the birthday day after me. So if you can get through your birthday without anyone knowing, it's like get in there because you can't. They can't do anything on the day. <laughs> so it'd be another times it'd be like it's Mrs. Birthday day. It's Mrs. Birthday. Day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I used to get the broom handle. Well, the broom, not the hand. Yeah, the broom handle, not the broom brush. Obviously, so you can picture that and put a load of deep heat around the top of it and go. This is going up your aris and all that, you know. And uh, that was enough. You, Muzzy blessing just ran to the corner <laughs> of the training ground and sort of just hid over there for an hour or so. So it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it, look, it's, it's what it is. I mean, there's some stories going back over the years about the, like the bullying and stuff, which yeah. uh, this was probably borderline, you know what I mean? It was all right, but pretty close to the edge. I can't imagine any YTSs now or Academy players <laughs> walking around having to run the length of the training yeah. pitch. To so not get a deep yeah. into blue. <laughs> 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 you got a glitter. <laughs> so 
You went um, Southampton. Did you feel like you weren't, you weren't going to get in the Chelsea team? Well, I, what it was, uh, after I'd gone to Watford, obviously experiencing all the porn, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I come back and I thought, because they, they, apparently they couldn't afford to buy me Watford, but they, they would like to have bought me. So I, I went back to Chelsea thinking, well, OK, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm thinking I still want to be at Chelsea. I'll, I'll have a go uh, battling to get back in. And uh, Glenn Oddle pulls me into, their, their, I mean, back then they're porter cabins. I mean, it's not even luxurious. And, uh, he pulled, and that, that's have a, that's have a, they had a phone which you had to put money in to, to, to actually, that was a landline at the training ground. <laughs> you had to put money in. It's unbelievable, it's unbelievable actually. And uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I, you know, the phone goes, he's you know, a hell of a racket and stuff. But he pulls me in there. He said, oh, we've had a phone call off uh, Southampton. Uh, we've accepted uh, accepted a bid. Have you got ten p? I'll ring them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave I gave them little BT cards, a green one. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait to see quickly. This fifty pence is going to run out. The pips are going. Pips are going. Don't make a decision. Four year deal. Four year deal. Four year deal. <laughs> So no, uh, so yeah, I sort of left there. I phoned my dad, obviously, and I had an agent at the time, and. Uh, I was a bit upset, if I'm honest. Yeah. I think you're, you're a bit naive as a kid. I, I, I've dreamt that I was going to be the next Kerry Dixon, stay at Chelsea for years. You know, you don't realise what football is, you know. And then uh, I thought, wow, I'm going to go. And Because my dad sent me, he said, well, if they accepted a bid, son, they, they want you to go, or they, they don't want you there. And I think that's how, that's how my moral or thing in football has been. If someone accepted don't a bid, just say, well, okay, mm. I'm on my way. Yeah. Then, oh, well, where are you at this point? What would I have been? Uh, 21, I think. So I go down to Southampton. Alan Ball's a manager. Club record for you as well. Oh, yeah, how small does that feel at the moment? Yeah, One point two five. I say, probably don't get you a conference. Okay, we didn't, out, we didn't go for that for fucking <laughs> the, the entire simulation. <laughs> career, did we? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, so Alan Ball, yeah, brilliant, and I, that that really brought me on as a player. Yeah. Because. The difference is being a youth team player, getting in the first team, is you're still that youth team player. Yeah. But now you go to a team where I bought you. Yeah. You're you're the man, you know, and you feel the pressure, especially for the yeah. record as the record <clears throat> signing as well. Yeah. yeah, the pressure. To be fair, I didn't score for a while, and uh, I, I was getting some good fan mail actually back then. I don't know if I get <laughs> fan mail anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's just, just, just getting the old letters coming in, you know. Just you always want it to be like a nice bird or something. I don't really fancy. But, <laughs> <laughs> Never did get one of them, but, <laughs> but no, you used to get the fan, and a lovely, lovely man sort of sent me a letter saying, look, you know, we can see your work rate, see this, you, you know, your goals will come and all that, and you know, the manager was telling me that as well, but I was sort of feeling the love a little bit there. Did that help? Then, did that um, help? Getting it them does, positive. yeah, I mean... It, because it, then with it, social media, you only get negative, don't you? People don't, you very rarely you see a comment saying, keep your chin up there, you're yeah. doing well, you put it, you never see that, it's any, just... Any... Fan mail. Positive fan mail. Mm. Very, very, li- very little. Riley went at Blackburn for two years and didn't score one goal in two years. <laughs> He's mentioned this on every episode. It was only a matter of time. Two years, not one fucking goal. He'll had three shots on target. <laughs> oh, well, my, my ten games ain't looking too bad, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, so you're feeling a million dollars now. Yeah. I think I went ten games. I think it was ten games or so. And then, I, did, I mean, the relief of getting your first goal. And then... Uh, then I, th- I thought I sort of scored quite regularly there. I beat Letizia one year and got top yeah. goal score. Which, uh, strike partners? Yeah, strike partners. How you know, good was he then? Like oh, he Even in training yeah, and that? Yeah, he was decent. We, uh, we used to do extra training. Uh, I always tell the story, uh, 
at Marchwood, the training ground, we used to have uh, the nets. If you imagine the nets, the squares, he used to, penalties were ridiculous. He used to get a penalty and go, oh, I'm going to hit four down and three across the net. And he would hit it. I mean, he was that good. I mean, we'd all probably be out there with it if we had like 10 goes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's powerful as well. Yeah. So the power is phenomenal. That's why he only missed one penalty, Mr. Norm, Norm's wasn't it? Yeah. Norm's, because uh, really we just walked away. It was ridiculous. He could put it where he wanted with power, which is a difference with the power. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, Gordon Watson. What were, what were he like? Yeah, I think uh, we kept William Hill in business for a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll leave him, him at the pool when he was right at the end of his career for for a month or whatever and uh, just three phones fucking constantly getting tits left right yeah. and dogs fucking horses pigeons the, the lot talking of uh, betting what what was the crack willer to see the the throw in that time oh well, that come out years ago didn't? that was ridiculous i was actually in on it which no one ever knows <laughs> <laughs> so we had to get, we, had, we had to get a throw within it can't have been a minute. I don't know what it was. You know, it was when the spread betting was was really in, in into its own. Uh, let's just say thirty seconds, for instance, right? So I don't know if it works. The more right you are, the more you win. So if we would have got a, uh, a throw in thirty seconds, thirty seconds probably even money. I don't know back then. If we would have got a throw in at first second, probably would have got thirty times your stake. You understand, like spread yeah. betting. I'm, I'm not even that great. At, I don't, still don't really. I think that's the basis of it. So look, what was, the 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 kickoff went back to the CCA, and I was standing out on the left, playing like a left winger, if you want to call it, for the kickoff. Yeah. And then he would hit me, but he's supposed to put it over my head. <laughs> so that that was the thing. <laughs> so he hits it, and it goes straight in my chest. So. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm in a little bit of a dilemma here. What do I, I actually you do? Put it wherever yeah, he yeah. wanted. With exactly. Power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needed some more squares. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's used. He's only good from sort of twelve yards, isn't he? Yeah. So no, and, it, and I've had to. I've had to control it. And and I think I think we just about got our money back. Throw Did you just kick it in the thing. stand after that chest volley? I should have. No, I don't know. I, I, I know that I, I just couldn't do it. You <laughs> couldn't let it go. No, no. He you can't try it <laughs> Look, I never went to drama school enough. Right? I'm playing a professional game here. I try to be the, do the right thing. Yeah. I can just imagine your thought process as it was coming yeah. towards you. Like, <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. man. You know, like, if you've got 30 to 1 on me, I'm, I'm tripping up. Tripping up. Chewing a bit of grass. So, how many lads were in on it? Oh, I bet it's a good five or six, I think. So, well, what were we after? Gordon, Watson, Gordon Watson, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Half time, what are you doing? Yeah, I, you know what, I can't. All I know is I know I, I should have let it go. And, I didn't. <laughs> and, I, and to be honest, until this came out a few years ago, I didn't even, I know, I've had to flash back to sort of uh, sort of remember that. But no, I've got no did, you do it, did you do it most games then? Uh, no, no, that was like a one off. That was a one off. Yeah, I think everyone sort of realised it was. Uh, <laughs> you just back, got your money back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, me, me, me and Flash, as Gordon Watson was like, me and Flash just concentrating on doing our bollocks on the horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who you were playing with, with Adam, uh, Bruce, Bruce Grovelari came to... Oh, well, wow, yeah, great character he was, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's, because uh, when, when I signed, he didn't have to explain himself, this is Alan Ball, but it's right at the time where it came out about him doing the match fixing and... Yeah. and uh, 
and apparently in, in news of the world there, he was you know supposed to be shagging some bird and stuff like that. And I'll never forget Alan well, Ball. Well, Billsworth. Yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget Alan Ball going, uh, yeah, yeah, he's sort of done a deal when he went. And he went, regards of Bruce, he said, I've had a word. He said, he's assured me he has not done this match fixing. He's not done it. But he did shag a bird. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, one out of two, like, we'll, we'll take that. That's probably I about right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll do for us. Obviously, he's not annoyed of him. I've got him shagging away one. But oh, yeah, I used to sit next to him on uh, in, in the training ground, and he, he used to crack me up. I mean, I'm not going to try and do the accent, but we'd be travelling down from London, M3 back in them days, get down to Southampton under an hour. And I'd be dying for a turnout, you know, like, and I, I used to wait until I got into the training ground and go and have a dump and then come back to Bruce. And Bruce would go like, what's wrong with you? Every time, every time you come here, you have to shit. You have to shit like, in the training ground. You know, it's me laugh, he's disgusted, you know what I mean? I'm like, Bruce, I've just been in the car, like, we didn't stop at the services, mate. It's nothing personal. And every time, every time you're having a shit, like... <laughs> Uh, he's got, great lad, great lad. <laughs> did Sunez come in then? Sunez did, yeah. And uh, I mean, Sunez was. Was that a changing point? It was. I mean, for, I mean you got to remember, I, I weren't doing too bad at Southampton. I mean, although I, I, it must be the start of the season, I struggled again to score. I didn't score for ages, and uh, that was kind of the last little bit. But Sunez, it's like most managers, they always want their own men around. And, and Sunez wanted someone else and he wanted money in, and you ain't really going to sell Letizier. So really, I was probably about the only one there who he could probably sell and get, get some money in, and he wanted to get his own striker. So I never had a problem with that at all with, with, with Sunez. Uh, just happens that Harry Bassett signed me, and, and, I, and I went to Palace. Although I dropped the division, we quickly got back up. But you see um, Palace as your club? Because I mean, you play for quite a few, but two well, visits. Uh, so I was a Spurs supporter as a kid. Yeah. When I retired, a lot of my mates were Chelsea fans, and I actually bought season tickets and my, bought my boy up as a Chelsea fan. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll, t- I'll tell you, a, 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 this is Chelsea. This is some Chelsea up for me, right? So I played for Chelsea, obviously. I don't expect no different treatment, but I should be able to buy tickets, right? So this is how this is how me and Chelsea fought, fell out. So I bought a season ticket for three years on the spin in the old family section, uh, went to renew them, and I actually didn't have the money to pay for them. So I, I said, I'll have the money in about four or five weeks, got some money coming in, but I, I'll, I'll pay for it then. And the response I got was, who do you think you are? Uh, which, I went, what, 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 it doesn't work like that. You know, what, from someone in the ticket office? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I went, well, stick it then. So I didn't buy another season ticket, but it's hard to tell you what my, my boy been then. If he's 15 now, he probably would have been at nine. You know, can't go to a nine-year-old, oh, we're not going to go to Chelsea anymore. So league, this is what Chelsea do. You can buy, as an ex-player, six weeks before the game, you can buy two tickets. So I, I, I weren't working at Palace then, so I went to my boy Jack. I went right, right down where you want to, you know, Man United, which but, uh, you know, City, all the top games. And I was buying a lot of tickets, you know, regularly. So then, then we get to an FA Cup fight, a uh, semi-final. And uh, so I'll phone up and they go, you're allowed one ticket. So I go, right. I went, who goes to football on their own? You know. <laughs> so I say, look, this is ridiculous. No, you're allowed one ticket. I went, right, I said, okay. I said, my mate, Mark Nichols, who lives down the road, he's an ex-Chelsea player, I'll have his, I'll buy his one. No, it don't work like that. You couldn't be more unhelpful, right? So I went, right, 
I went, I can't speak to someone a bit higher up, went a bit higher up. I, I went, right, I said, what's happening here? This is ridiculous. He went, don't you know we've got over 120,000 members worldwide? And I went, oh, right. I said, what, you treat me like someone in fucking Hong Kong or something? I said, <laughs> I said, I said did, 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 they, they scored a winner against Liverpool. In fucking <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so, with, so with that he, he was like no it, you know no, i went well if if it does change the situation can you let me know yeah yeah so that was it right so nothing so they go and win didn't they so now i have to sort of change my sort of tactical like how i'm going to speak to him and uh so how many tickets my lad it? so i went through the whole process again i went right well i'll have mine i thought i'll get a ticket right so then i have to physically go and tell mark nichols to phone up pay for it we don't even get a choice of what seat right so they, they get the most expensive seats you can you can you can you can have so this is how i managed to take my boy to the cup final i had to physically take mark nichols to wembley get our driving license out passports and stuff prove that we, who we are get our ticket and take him home and then i had his ticket for, for my son right and that's what they told me they went this is all the ex-players they weren't all there right because the concourse I had a good old nose around looking, didn't see one player, went and had a beer at half time, left my son there and had a real good another look around. Didn't see one player. All right, so it's rules for one and one for the other, right? So that's fine if you want to do that. So since that day, I've said to, uh, well, I've said to myself, I'm never, I'm never, we'll not give Chelsea a, a penny of my money. So luckily since then, I've been working for Palace and I do all the corporate. So I'm, I'm up there and my boy's just asked for a Palace shirt, so I'm kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. we've managed to move him over. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know, and, and that's, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's, I suppose what big clubs are like, you know, as I said, I don't expect nothing out of the ordinary, but I did pay for them, so I, I'm just thinking maybe that's worth a little something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, I, don't just, something. I don't think it's a lot of clubs service. are like that, though. You look at Liverpool, all their ex-players are looked after. Either, you know, if there's jobs going, they'll always try and get them in. Speaking well, this is the beauty now at Palace. I've been there. This would be my third season, on it, I think. And do you know what? The moment I went back in there, it's the same kind of people. You know, the ones who had been the stewards, the ones when I played in it. So I'm very proud to say it's kept that family yeah. side. Community. Yeah, it, it, yeah, community. That's that's, that's the, the money one. But mm. and it, and it's great. So when you go there, you feel you know it, it's a good club to be at. Yeah. So look, I don't wish Chelsea any harm, or don't, I don't want them to lose and stuff like that. But me and them are kind of finished in, in my is little it, episode. Is it a different club to when you were there in that community? Center? What Chelsea? Yeah, uh, I don't think Chelsea's been the greatest community club ever. To be yeah. honest, it's always been a. I mean, when I was there, we weren't really a big club, but people thought it was a big club you know the support base has always been good you know you speak to Chelsea supporters they're really proud and go like I've supported them since you know I was you know they're, they're, so they've got the supporters away supporters they're probably one of the best supporters you'll ever you know they all so the support's always been there yeah. whether it's been a community I, I think they know they can get away with murder regarding the prices you go there you'll be sitting next to someone who's Japanese who's probably spent 300 quid for his ticket because yeah. he wants to go to Stamford Bridge so big clubs I, I, I imagine have that you know it's probably yeah. the same as Man United you know yeah. and, and the bigger clubs and that's what Chelsea is now it is a bigger club you must have enjoyed playing under Harry Bassett then yeah love it him and Warnock for me are the best man managers ever yeah. well sir I mean I had a few I've, I think I try to work out I've played a ridiculous amount of managers yeah. uh, 
it's quite a lot. But yeah, he, they were they were the main two. Bassett, Bassett was great. It was great for me. He was you know you, if you crossed him, by the way, you you, you know you you got to you know he, he could ruin you kind of yeah. thing. But but he was he the way he spoke to you was how in in the future and how I wanted a manager to be. Yeah. You know the. Straight. Having the nuts to say to someone, look, you're not playing today, or you know, well, for him, for someone like Harry, he, he wouldn't even have to take anything like that. It would be something like, uh, "Could we go and score a while, have you?" <laughs> <laughs> just plant <laughs> the seed, uh, just plant the old seed, you know. That? <laughs> and I got to learn that that was a kind of like uh, what they call it, a vote of confidence, and it? it's kind of that, that was a kind of one. Oh, if I don't live enough, he can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need to fucking score today. Yeah. Yeah. But what no, he was great at, at, at all that. Uh, I mean, what was it? I mean, Christ, we go, we went to pre-season, uh, and and you go to somewhere like Finland or you know Norway or, or somewhere in Scandinavia, and and you think pre-season it'll be. I mean, I don't know what it was like you, John, but something, you go to some pre-season, you, you look forward to it. Never look forward to the fitness part, you know, double sessions and all that kind of stuff. But he he was such a like he knew what he was doing. Harry, he'd say to you, right, right, boys, have our day today, right? He said, but. You have a night out tonight. Go out and have a few beers. Want a curfew, though? Come back at eleven tonight. But the beauty of having a manager to say to you on a pre-season trip, go and have a, go and have four or five pints. Come back, and you never shit. You never wanted to shit on him because you think like he might do that again. You know yeah. I mean? So yeah, you had that yeah. respect. And he so you went back for eleven. Oh yeah, that time I did. Yeah, there's other. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few more I can tell you a bit later if you want about the curfews, yeah. But, I don't but, think I've ever met one, by the way. No, I respected that because I've been on so many pre-season trips where, you know, you didn't, you weren't allowed a beer, you know, and yeah. you went to do this, and you've, you know, it's like a mini concentration camp. They are long it's, fucking weeks, aren't they? They are horrific, long, painstaking mm. weeks. Well, we had one at Wimbledon, uh, Terry, Terry Burton, and he, he took us over to, uh, we was about 40 miles from uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, which you think, okay, it's doable. So we've all, we've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've all gone to this, uh, we know we're in this camp for 10 days, right? So we're all like, he's going to do the right thing. So we, we, we get there, it's a, it's a resort. The right thing is letting you have yeah. a night out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought, surely he's going to do the right thing. So we get there, and it, this, there's nothing to do in this resort. Like, it's like you can't wander off. It's just one resort stuck in the middle of nowhere. And uh, he starts putting these boards up, having a meeting. <coughs> Amsterdam, he's put Amsterdam on himself. I thought, yeah, so he's put Amsterdam, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then the bastard scrubs it out. He went, you might all be thinking that uh, you're going to have a, a night out. He said, you're not, we're at a train. Even then, I'm still thinking there's about a 20% chance you know, <laughs> he's going to now chuck one in and go, uh, but you can have one kind of thing. And no, he's basically oh, disappointment. talk about the wrong thing to do. And he's just <laughs> like, so I sulked for about four days. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we didn't have a night out and we couldn't go anywhere. And, and he tried to, this was him trying to be funny. At the end of it, he went, but, but tonight, lads, he said, you can go and have a few beers somewhere. And, you know, and we were that disgusted. We stayed in. We stayed in. It, it was Protest. almost like, fuck off. It was a sit, sit down process. And, uh, <laughs> but what happened then, it was so funny. So we're, we're, we're about five days in. I'm, I'm rooming with Andy Roberts. And we both like a drink. So we, we, go, we went four or five days and then we started going like, cool. It's just hot as well, you know. I mean? <laughs> we're, we're nice cold one would be good, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? We're going, cool, yeah. So we're thinking, this is where he gets quite scheming, you know what I mean? I think everyone's got it inside of me. I'm sitting there, what can we do then, right? So 
Fucking genius, actually. So you know your wash bags? We empty our wash bag and we put on our towels, robes and stuff, right? And we know there's a spa. To get to the spa, you go, go past the bar, right? <laughs> so we had, we had watch outs of where the staff was and where they were, <laughs> right? <laughs> like all the good looking yeah. hours, isn't it? <laughs> so Just did a time. I, I went to Robbo, you go and check if, uh, 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 what is, uh, yeah, like, we'll see where's he, right? And we want, let's go for it, right? So I, I went first, went past the room, one member of staff there. I'm going for a swim ships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there, fucking yeah. I thought, got past that one. <laughs> got to the bar. I went, right, fill that up with bottles of beer, please. So, <laughs> one, two, three, four max. Probably, yeah, wash bags ain't, yeah, I'm not talking about hold all, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm talking about, you know, you can't take a hold all down the speaker. You could actually, but we didn't, we thought that would be cunning enough as it was. So, anyway, I've done it, and I, I've got four bottles of beer, cold ones, got back to the room. And we sat there, we were like kings. We were like, oh, this is superb. <laughs> so, then the, so the next day, we're training and uh, I'm going, cool, that cold one was nice last night, uh, Robbo, wasn't it? <laughs> and fuck off, all the fucking nose in the back, weren't they? And, and I went, yeah, cold one, nice cold beer. So we were telling the story, all you see for the next fucking four days is people <laughs> in their robes carrying their fucking mustangs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, fucking brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Like British Olympic swimming team. They're all, they're all down, they're all down in the pool. All I can imagine the staff must be going, they're fucking loving this, you know. They're doing a lot of swimming, these boys. They're going in the sun. Professional. It's like, it's the worst yeah. thing you can do, though, isn't it? Even, even if you get one at the end and you know you've got one at the end, that's a given normally, isn't it? Yeah. A night out at the end. Just that, just that something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why he never really made it as a manager. So Bassico's Koppel comes in and it takes off under Koppel, doesn't it? Promotion, Premier League? Koppel was different. Koppel was uh, more of a tactician. You know, yeah. he'd, he'd sit you, we'd all sit in this room on a Friday and it, we'd go through like the videos and saying this is what they do and it used to be very tactical. Not liking it. Pump. Not liking it, personally. Yeah, no, I love it. You know, yeah. It's all different, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, it's, yeah fine. I no problems with Koppel, Koppel at all. Uh, I didn't really start the season, uh, but again, that was, I think, because the escapades of pre-season, we, uh, me and Andy Roberts, Andy Roberts was captain, you see, he got away with it, so he played, I didn't play. Uh, <laughs> so, talk about curfews, we broke every curfew for every <laughs> single, we'll put it this way, right, so we, we, we go to Finland, it's always Scandinavia, it's Finland or something, and uh, so we get, we won this coach. Goes, you go for miles, miles, you, you know, you're looking at all these towns, you don't understand, you can't pronounce them, it's all that. And then we end up in this town, don't know where it is. But we pull outside the hotel, which is uh, next nightclub in the hotel, and uh, strip bar next to it. So oh. this is pre-season. Terrible planning, it terrible like, planning, oh. Steve. Yeah, oh, terrible planning, he got, what, <laughs> he got what he deserved, you know what I mean? And, uh, so we all went, yeah, we were on the coach, like a stag do, you know what I mean? And of course, we brought no clobber to go out with, so we're all in our Crystal Palace tracksuits, and I'll never forget, we were out, we was out every, every, every night, and you know, we were bumping into people going, oh, you want a stag do? And that, you know, because we were just, just drinking and stuff, and uh, going, no, we actually, you know, we pay for, pay for, oh, good one, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 well done, lads, you know, like, you just couldn't, you well, lads, matching tracksuits for the stag do. from London. Yeah, they've all got palace gear on. <laughs> so you could make it up, and then uh, so me, me and Andy Roberts broke the curfew again, and we go in into the hotel. Now we we've got the taste for it. We want to go to the nightclub. 
So we go to go to the nightclub and the geezer goes, no, we're not coming in with them, mate. Got trainers on, you can't come in. So we just flicked our trainers off, flicked them to the side and went in the nightclub with our socks. <laughs> <laughs> and dancing away. And big Vic, uh, Vic Bettinelli, who was on the coaching staff then, he, he came over and he, he went, the staff are over there. And the manager says, you, you need to go back to your room. Just you two? Just us two. And I went, oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Socks off as well. Carry, well let's go on. Carry, great dancing, by the way. <laughs> so so, so carry, carry, carried on. And uh, yeah, I didn't start the game. I didn't start any games for quite a while. Uh, I, I was the one that got the punishment for that, even though it was uh, Andy Roberts' uh, his idea. <laughs> <laughs> he led you a straight Is he getting trainers back? Uh, oh, yeah, we left. No one's going to touch him, aren't they? <laughs> and, um, yeah, so three, three different different bits of pre-season really so yeah we was out of order you shouldn't be doing that but which other strikers were there strikers Bruce would have been there Bruce Dyer uh, Paul Warhurst yeah you remember him that's a Blackburn lad Blackburn Sheffield Wednesday when Coppel left we had Lombardo who by the way is probably second behind Letizia what a player he he was yeah and yeah the fact that we got got him as well is is incredible but how old was he when he got to Palace because I think it was the I think it was the do but he looked about 45 yeah. when he rocked up, didn't he? Yeah, well, he really bald edge. You had no idea, did you? Yeah, no. <laughs> I see him about four or five months ago at Palace and he looked so well. He looked yeah. Yeah, same weight. He, he, he'd not aged at all. He looked, he looked fantastic. But but no, he, 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 he was superb. Absolutely superb. But were, then, he a, uh, were he a drinker? Were he... No, no, no. I mean, he was proper... Were he a smoker? There's a lot of... Yeah, the foreign yeah. ones came over and smoked, didn't they? Yeah, smoker. He tried to join him with lads. He wanted to cut, but he was never going to come out and have a beer. So but yeah. he, he used to uh, take us up to uh, a restaurant in Chelsea and stuff quite a bit. You know, he'd take us up there. For, he wanted to be a part of lads as much as he could, but he'd come from such a different culture. Yeah. I mean, we, we, when, when he signed, because the rumour was going around, we, we were going to get him and we was all going, oh, no way. You know what I mean? But I believe it when he, when he comes in the dressing room and he comes in the dressing room. It's unbelievable. But one of the first games was uh, Crawley away. Pre-season. Oh fucking hell! So, <laughs> so that's, we, that's one for it's him. Isn't it? Right? Tell you <laughs> but we we would have met seven forty half seven kickoff. Would have met about six o'clock, maybe half six back in them days. But it was up for us to get something to eat and all that. There was none of this looking after. Just get to the ground. So the meeting point was uh, the services at Crawley, which had a McDonald's. Right? And all the lads are having McDonald's. <laughs> They're all eating McDonald's at six o'clock, right? <laughs> and so Lombardo walks in and, and I can just see the expression on his face thinking like, what's going on? <laughs> what, what have I done here? They're all, all, all eating McDonald's. <laughs> this fucking English. This <laughs> fucking English idiot. I'm sure, I'm sure he must go back and say so many stories about like, what we got up to. <laughs> he must have been thinking. At Christmas at Palace, we got given a, a turkey. That was it. Christmas, which I thought was great. Take it, massive turkey come in and all that, and uh, I'm, his face Lombardo. And he, he went, "What's this? You know, this is uh, this is what we get. We get a nice turkey. Go and cook it. Give it to your family and all that." He was like, "Oh, Juventus, we get Rolex and all that." <laughs> 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 we're at Palace now. We get a turkey. <laughs> get your bird and fuck You can't fucking eat a Rolex, can you, pal? <laughs> <laughs> What was Sasa Sercic? What were he like? Yeah, he was great. He was working with me uh, last season up at Palace, actually. Yeah. yeah. He's now managing out in Serbia, I believe. So he, he took over there. No, he was, he was great because he, he was a bit he was a bit of a nutter, really. He was, he was eccentric. <laughs> you know, you didn't know what you expect of him. 
And one minute you're going to take on four or five players. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. As a score goal, you know, he, he, was, yeah, he, he was very aloof. Bit of a loose cannon off the field, uh, yeah, not a palace he weren't, palace he no. weren't, no. I mean, like videos on YouTube of him dancing on top of cars in the middle of Serbia with no shirts on, and he's, he's got all his car doors open with, with him techno blasting out, and he's on top Good of Good lad. Giving, what who was this? Sassus, he won uh, Serbian Big Brother as well. Well, I Googled him when he started uh, working with us, because I, I was saying, what are you getting up to and that? Yeah. And he, he weren't drinking, weren't this. I thought something's gone on here. And he got chucked out of, uh, he might have won the celebrity big brother, but he was in another thing and got chucked out for being drunk with his yeah. missus, having a row and stuff yeah. like that. And I thought, oh, that sounds a bit more like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So no, he <laughs> said he's not drunk for years. He's not drunk for years. I'm sure he did porn as well at one point. Did what? There was rumours he'd done... done he weren't up fucking coach at Watford, were he? He'd not done a video at Watford, Yeah, no, I'll, I'll have to... Well, I don't know if I'll, uh, I'll see him again. I'll ask him about that one. I don't know about that. Is that a good source? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good watch? <laughs> Is it a good watch? Is that remote over here? Is it a good watch? Never mind, a good zone. How come you left Palace then? Well, well Palace was... Uh, I, had an, I mean, I had an agent for most of my career. Back end of it, I didn't. So at that time, I did. And I, I remember saying to my agent, uh, you know, am I going to get a new deal? I'll, I'll sign for another three, four years. I was very happy at Palace. I, I didn't, I didn't want to leave Palace at all. So uh, to my surprise, uh, Harry had come back in from, like, at, at, for Forest, and and unbelievably, uh, it just for trying to get a deal, I end up going. Uh, but I found out that Venables, well, again, I found out whether it's 100% true. Because he's but, come in at Palace. Yeah, so, so, so Venables had come in and I was looking forward to working with him. Obviously, I think he just, uh, the Euro 96 was still quite fresh. Yeah. Uh, you know, respected man. And, and even the, the f- first sessions I did have with him, I did train a little bit of him. It was, it was mind-blowing stuff, you know. He'd tell us to do some stuff. It weren't until you got home later that night and you just kind of go... Why did he get me to do that? You know, he was a whole different ball game of a manager come coach. He, he was a different class for this for the first bit. I had him, so I wanted to get a new deal, uh, and it accepted a bit off the forest. It was just strange. I didn't did not want to go, um, but again, you get that thing. They've accepted a bid. I went up to speak to Harry. It's probably the only time I'd gone where the money was 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 more than what I was on. So it was kind of a money move. Yeah. Uh, so the money were better at Forest than what it were at Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't actually remember exactly how much, but I know it was. Uh, it, it worked well money-wise, and which I'd always tell people. I mean, it didn't turn out. To, it turned out to be a horrendous move for me, you know. Yeah. But I'd, I'd found out uh, that Venables had a, a kitty of money, which if he didn't uh, use it, he got a percentage of that, and hence if he sold someone, he got a percentage of that. 
So yeah, so added to the kitty like. Yeah, so again, I think it was a bit of because I was an asset doing okay at Palace at the time. Yeah. Uh, as I say, in. it was like a bit of a cash in thing, but it's wrong that really, isn't it? That's but, a, that's well, a, that's a deal between him and the chairman. Especially when you're thinking this is the guy who's just been the England manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wonder if he's getting it in his conduct or something then, because surely they wouldn't have said that Dave Bassett wouldn't have been in the same. He wouldn't have been in the same board. Oh no, no, I mean this is we had we had a, a chairman called Goldberg who, who took over, and I don't think he had a clue about business and football, or he probably had a clue about business but football side. I mean, allegedly, Venables got paid two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to have a meeting with Goldberg, a meeting <laughs> just before he even yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, so a massive, a massive coup for Palace and Venables. No wonder he went to Palace. Yeah, massive coup for him. I'm not in my mind. Up, then this comes like a massive again Friday. <laughs> massive coup for his bank account. You know, and we're going back. That would have been what '98 or something. So I mean, that's yeah. massive money. So it, I just think, at the time, if you've got someone who's willing to put that kind of money on the table and get a bit excited, like all these owners do, they get excited and they start splashing the cash. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably, uh, I don't often kind of look, look back, but that was, I didn't really want that move, if I'm honest. And, yeah. uh, and if sense. we start talking Personal. about that, then obviously it was a horrendous move for me. I should never you, have gone. Van Hoydonk, is that, are you playing with Van Hoydonk? No, Van Hoydonk had gone on strike. Yeah. Oh, so he was on strike <laughs> when you got there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be things that the alarm bell should have, should have come really. Yeah. Uh, so Bassett bought me for one and a half million. Forest fans wanted someone, a name. They wanted someone worth five million. It was typical. They, they didn't want me there. I made my debut up at Newcastle. I flew my dad and me, my brother up there. And Newcastle, you set up right in the yeah, kind of yeah, gods. Yeah, yeah. you, you know, you're not, you know, they have a small section up there. And this is my debut, by the way. So it goes number one would have been Norm actually so number one Mark Crosley two blah blah number nine Neil Shipley boo I got booed I'd not even kicked the ball right? <laughs> that didn't even happen to me that <laughs> and, uh, it did after your first game <laughs> <laughs> second, second game maybe, yeah. maybe. so I thought wow this is uh, this is going to be quite odd and especially with your, your dad in crowd as well isn't you? well yeah my dad, I had to ban him from Forest because he, he would have just started laying people out. Like, <laughs> his, his, I, 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 my family were banned. I, myself banned my family from coming to Nottingham Forest. The, the, the stick I was getting. Uh, so it was, yeah, it, it just, look, the best thing about Nottingham is a road out of it. That's not the views of the Undercoast podcast And they got a dog track and... Uh, <laughs> Four birds to one bloke. No, that, 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 that was that's all right. But no, look, I have met <laughs> I have met some Nottingham Forest fans over the years, and they're fine. But for me, it was just a horrendous move. They didn't like me. I didn't like them, and we, we move on, kind of thing. But so how long I, were you? Uh, how long? How long before from that booing the first game of the season? How long into the season do you think? Fuck me, this is this is this, I'm off. this is going to be unbel- this is going to be too much it's not- it was pretty much straight away it really yeah. was within sort of weeks just thought oh this is I was getting stopped on the uh, on the high street off like eight year old kids going my dad says you're shit and things Jesus. like that it was and I, I weren't really that old then either so it, for me it was the only time I had a really bad spell that white way in football and 
I needed to, I needed to get out of there. I had like all these loyalty payments. Uh, Platt ended up coming in manager, and he didn't want me. And I thought great, and I ended up going to Barnsley, which we we'll probably move on to. Uh, but but for me, it just didn't work out. Uh, and if I would have stayed there any longer, it might have uh, mentally done me. You know, yeah. I, I, I was managed enough to I was lucky enough to sort of bounce back out of it, but. I mean, when you hear these footballers, I mean, it's like a bit of a graveyard for strikers. There weren't really a striker, I think, for a while who really, who really shone, shone from for a few years. Yeah. You know, I just think, sorry, ships. If you played in Newcastle and scored in your first game, do you think it would have been different, or do you think they just had it in for your heart? Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, to be honest, I didn't. I weren't. I probably weren't playing that great. Because uh, that reason. Did it, did it play on your mind I, the fact that they were from the off? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's the first time in my football career. I was getting booed, like properly getting booed and not liked. So, you know, and people might not like you, but you don't normally get it as strong as that. I mean, getting mm. booed on your debut and getting stopped in the street, you know, I, I, my mates come up for the Chelsea game, we're all in a nightclub and, I, I, you know, there's geezers wanting to come and have a go at us, you know, even with all my mates around me. Like, it was, uh, it, it was pretty fierce, but... But then, he's, he's, that's what happens in football, you know, and, and most part, I was lucky enough, I only had one club like that, so I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, I've been, well, Brentford didn't really work out at the end either, but that was only a couple of months. But I, I couldn't wait to get out of uh, Nottingham Forest. Did you, how did you react when you scored that one goal? Did you, did you go for it with a celebration more as a... Like, no, I've done, uh, funny enough, my first and only goal was at Sellers Park against Wimbledon. And uh, I think Zidane done it, and rightly so, should get a little bit more publicity for me doing it. But <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who beat each other to do it, but I didn't celebrate. If you ever watch it, right. I just walk straight back to the halfway line. I don't, I didn't, don't celebrate the goal. My, in my way of thinking is they don't deserve a celebration off me, you know, and uh, that's how fierce it had got. I, I just didn't, I didn't celebrate. So I'd done a better one when uh, I went, went back to second spell at the Palace. We went back to Forest. Yeah, Forest, sorry. So I was, I spent a lot of time on the bench at Forest and they're, I don't know what they call that block of, there's a block, where, the naughty lot they call them, I don't know, yeah, they, yeah. you know, they, they you know, all behind their cage bit and all like, you know, ooh, like, you know, really, you know, <laughs> I hate you shooting. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's the hand. Yeah, yeah. But no, so I, I went, I was all through that summer and I was, I was sort of talking to, uh, to my mates. I said, look, if I score against Forest, what should I do? You know what I mean? I want to try and wind them up. And uh, we come out with the idea, if you research Sammy Nelson, who used to play at Arsenal years ago, he actually mooned at his uh, fellow fans, his Arsenal, at a clock end, dropped his pants and mooned the supporters. So after about six of them, we thought that might be a, a six pints, good idea. <laughs> and then it's sort of, well, it's not really worth mooning them because I probably will get fined, banned and all that. So anyway... What I thought of, I thought, right, they've been giving me so much stick, this C block or whatever block it is. And uh, so I go back, I go back, I score, and I thought, what can I do? So, you know, when you laugh that much, your ribs are hurting. <laughs> so I scored and I just started pointing at them, holding my ribs, going, oh, like, like, as if I can't, I like, just keep pointing at them. They were absolutely fuming, they were slime, <laughs> <laughs> they me head off and all that. And the, I think I had to get a police escort to the, the actual bus because they was all outside wanting, you know, rip me head off and all yeah. that. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Enjoyed good. every minute of it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, when did, so when did you move, when did you come to Barnsley then? At the end of that season or halfway through it? No, and I started I started the season. So yeah, I must have uh, I managed to get through. I got through a season then. Yeah, I was quite surprised myself. Got through a season at Forest. Then I got the phone call off Bassett. So did so Harry come, come, come up to Barnsley. 
Yeah, and I could not wait. Uh, could it I, have been fucking uh, anybody? It would have been any. Yeah, it, it could have been any team, but the fact that I'd worked with him. And I didn't realise how long the M1 was, I've got to admit. Because <laughs> I was used to about 26. And I remember for, for the first time going up to Barnsley, I was thinking 26, 27, 28. Was it 35? And it was 37. 36, 37. <laughs> so I was going, Jesus Christ. I was like, <laughs> 37. Am I in Scotland? Come, yeah, <laughs> come off, that's the furthest I'd ever been. And uh, oh, I, to be fair, I, I would have I walked there. I would have walked there to get out of Nottingham Forest. And uh, that really did save me. I loved loved my time at Barnsley. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. As us, as we said earlier, this this is no nonsense, people. What I'm all about, you know. No one pretends to be anything they're not, and uh, working class men. Yeah. Couldn't bring yourself to move to Barnsley, though, could you? No, we weren't fully uh, <laughs> going to go for the whole experience. You weren't fully admit. affiliated <laughs> to Barnsley, were you? It's still I'm, a little bit of city life. I'm trying to think who it was. Uh, Andy Gray, that's it. Was Andy Gray at Leeds and all that? He, he was at Nottingham Forest with us. And when uh, when I said I'm going out of Barnsley, he meant you can't live in Barnsley. You meant you can't live in Barnsley. Be, <laughs> no, no. You meant you got to live in Leeds. So I lived in Leeds. Yeah. I lived in Leeds. Yeah. That, so that first season, if memory, obviously, I've not done any research, but that would be the uh, playoff final season. Yeah. Yeah. So. We should have got promoted, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, and I can vividly remember Morgs giving away a penalty at Port Vale, which it weren't, weren't a penalty. I think it was one of them. His hands were down, weren't up. And uh, I don't know if we drew or lost that game. Maybe we'd lost it then. But that was a turning point. We, we were going to win that league or get promoted or mate. By, by far, we, we were a good side. Yeah. We were a good side. And, uh, but no, we, in, in my opinion, definitely should have got promoted. Quite settled up there. I, I enjoyed it. My missus never really moved up. She used to come up uh, sort of weekends. Uh, and it was, it was a matter of time. I thought to myself, right, what's going on? She's not going to move up. And so I, I, just, I, I thought I'd done the right thing. I had another year on my contract. And I said to the club, because I had a lot of respect for him, I said, look, I warn you, I'm not going to sign a new deal because she's not going to come up and I'm, I want to go back to London. Yeah. And, and they, they, they were good. They, I think this they job, bought. Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good, good man. It gives, good it gives man the club an opportunity then. Yeah, I, yeah I thought that, I'm only trying to be fair. And, uh, and, and, that's, and that's what happened. I think they paid 750 for us and I, I think they basically got 750 back. So... I didn't want to. I didn't want to shit on the club and just be one of them players that don't say anything and, and then just leave for free or whatever. I, I was just trying to do the right thing. I just, it just she was never going to come up. It's as simple as that. Wimbledon then, as soon as they come, perfect. But. Yeah, obviously back home. Yeah, I, I moved back home. What uh, league were Wimbledon in then? They, that was a championship. So they Wimbledon were in the championship. We had, we had, we had a good squad, and we we just didn't fulfil it. Yeah. as simple as that I mean how we didn't make the playoffs I don't know and then we, we got to sort of MK Don territory there I was going to say was, that was weird. weird how did he break that to the players well it was weird because we just didn't think it was going to happen and, and, it, and then suddenly the next thing you know yeah we're, we're moving up to MK Don's but again I was an asset and I, I never I never made the move to MK Don's so because that must have been bizarre to then sign for Palace again and then you're still at Sellers Park, aren't you? You're signing for a different club, still at the same, place, same stadium. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same stadium. I mean, Wimbledon, I mean, Wimbledon, I had probably one of my best uh, 
best time, best goal scoring records. I think I've got 22 goals in a season or something like that. And I was celebrating in front of 1,500 fans in a, in a 26,000 stadium. It was, it was, it was like Not, reserve matches. Yeah. It was weird. It was really weird. So they couldn't, they couldn't function as a club. You weren't getting the fans fans on side so I believe uh, I was like I'd be classed as a rent boy because the rent that <laughs> the, rent, the rent that Wimbledon owed Palace Palace swallowed and uh, I become a Palace player and, uh, <laughs> a rent boy so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah uh, that's, that's, that's what I understand so is, that, is that what the, that what the fee were then the, yeah, the rent but, that Wimbledon owed Palace well yep. box that off and you can, have, clean. you can have ships yep. everybody's happy then aren't they I suppose yeah so that's you know, weird way of doing it, but that's that's apparently what's what happened. Yeah. How did you um, How did you find Kenny Cunningham? I'm surprised he's still ain't playing now because if his toe was in, you know, pain threshold two out of ten, he wouldn't play. I've never known anything like it. <laughs> he did. He did not play if he weren't right. One hundred percent. Unbelievable. He'd be on the treatment table, be having like massages and stuff like that, and he'd be going, "Hey, thinking, yeah, Kenny, you know, <laughs> calf's a bit sore, you know." Well, we don't play that then. <laughs> don't play. I thought he'd be playing like 45 and all that. He's, yeah. Great player, great player. But the only person in that kind of era who, who I'd, I mean, I played with injections in my toes, you know, if it was hurting. I remember needing, well, I didn't realise I needed a hernia, but I tore my hernia because I was getting injected into my groin to play games you know that was kind of where we were living in you you, you didn't want to miss a game mm. someone come in and, and, and done all right you, you weren't playing yeah. you were scared to miss a game back then yeah. but so oh, it was unbelievable to go there and find someone like him who, who just I'm not right no I'm not right you know I had a cheese sandwich last night with sort of things you know, <laughs> 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 no, it's just yeah. unbelievable he, he must have been, didn't drink either it must have been a fucking yeah. incredible player to keep getting back in the team if he's missing it with a fucking a, a bang on his car was, was he captain at one bit yeah I think he was captain yeah when he played do you have many dealings with uh, Simon Jordan uh, well I did obviously yeah I mean he's, he's not my cup of tea uh, I didn't, so when I talked earlier about agents, now I don't have an agent. So when I go to Palace, I don't have an agent. So he phones me, he's, you all know of him anyway. He, he, he's such an ego man, he's unbelievable. Uh, he phones me up, he goes, right, uh, would you like, we're, we're training in Malaga, this is pre-season, we're, uh, we're coming, I'll get you a private jet, come over and have a chat. I mean, well, we don't need a private jet. I can just go to Gatwick and get a BA, you know, like... He, he, <laughs> you know, he, he, he thought that was all going to impress yeah. us and that. So I go over there on my own. I go and meet him. Do you get on the private jet? No, the private jet never existed. You've got to imagine, ah, he's, yeah. he's full of flannel. He's it's full of shite, basically. Right, I've got you. I've got you. So he, he, I go and do my own deal. Uh, he, he loves it because I haven't got an agent. Loves me. Absolutely loves me at that time. And... and and then we sort of just go a little bit downhill with him because it, what it, he he's a very opinionated as we all know now you see him on Talksport and I can understand people liking to listen to him because he's, he's opinionated but for me at Palace we got promoted and going back to the nitty gritty the people who you know do the maintenance the people the stewards we go in the first game of the season and, and they all look like they've been relegated so I go, what's the matter? We've, you know, we're promoting Premier League. It's him, because he, he, he's such a bully kind of thing. We've, 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 he treats people like that, like shit. 
whereas you don't realise or you should have realised that they're the kind of people that are still going to be there when he's gone and that's the hub of the club you've got to treat them right so he he used to go around doing that but but for me he I mean we've done a lot of testing back then you know he'd always have a pop at my weight rightly so I used to find it hard to control the chairman did yeah he'd he'd want to go you know this to your face or did he used to come out yeah so we we would have testing and stuff I'd have to really work hard to control my weight and, and that's I ain't got a problem with that because yeah, you, you you're supposed to be an athlete. I'll, it was hard for me to maintain my weight. So you, well, like you, John. You no, know, it, hey, don't fucking people in glass houses. This is your interview, not mine. <laughs> I'm never so, gonna fuck about mine. No, 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 no chairman right. never. Yeah, so so any, we have we have these things, right? And somebody, so you strap something to your waist and you jump up, right? And a string. Apparently, you're jumping string like I don't know, thirty centimeters of string or whatever, right? So you do that. You used to do these testing. I've I can't touch my toes, all that kind of stuff. But so we're training, and Kit Simon's a manager at the time. He goes, uh, "Chairman wants to see you." Like, I'm captain and that, and I'm thinking, "Fucking hell, this is uh, what have I done?" You know, new deal. One of them. I'm, I'm getting a new deal. <laughs> I don't think it's never going to be that. <laughs> but now I go old through training. I'm thinking, "Fucking hell, this could be." Uh, I wonder what that is in. So he turns up. So he's in the changing room with me. We're, we're in a bad run, by the way. We haven't won for fucking eight games or whatever. And he, he says to me, yes, I've uh, had a look at the tests. You seem to be jumping two centimetres shorter than what you were last month. So I'm normally, I mean, fucking you. I said, you for real? I said, what do you think? <laughs> that we ain't winning games because I'm fucking jumping two centimetres shorter than what I was in. The bigger picture here, uh, Mr. Chairman, you know what I mean? It's, you know, just fucking lump it on me, yeah, you know what I mean? So we, we started sort of falling out a little bit, you know, yeah. about certain stuff, and he, he just weren't for me. He, he, I couldn't put him in a class of people who, like the Bassets and all that kind of stuff. He was, he was, look, he, he, he was, these owners, they're like that. They want to be owner of the club. He used to stand. He never used to sit at the ground. He wanted to stand at the uh, right in the centre of the ground, uh, you know, and look at me kind of stuff. And uh, actually, I'll never forget Sheffield United when I went back to, to Paris. Warnock was good like that. He used to say, like, we'd be on the bus. He'd go, right, I've got a couple of directors to seats here, lads. Anyone want them? So, because I was a London lad as well, I'd go, yeah, I'll have them, Gaffer. Yeah, I'll have them. So... Uh, my mate, I said, well, mate, look, dress up, you're in the director's box, but I said, come, come, come to the game. He went, yeah, we'll do, brilliant. I've only nicked one, ain't I? I've nicked one, we've gone one nil up. And Jordan's fucking standing there like that. My mate goes out and he went, what's the score, mate? Uh, who scored? <laughs> fucking shit. Like, yeah. like, oh, did he like that? He used to, uh, didn't like the drinking. And, and that Jordan like, didn't? Well, yeah, he didn't like the lads drinking and stuff. He's uh now this is when the game was kind of going a bit out of uh, what I was used to you know I mean I, if I'd run my bollocks off for 90 minutes I'd, I'll have a pint whatever you say you know what I mean and yeah. Yeah, D- Dowie and Jordan decide that the, uh, the players bar now is going to be a alcohol free zone so Dowie Dowie not a drinker yeah he was he loved to drink when he played by all accounts but no it's, this was a new era of you know I think West Ham were the first ones to start it where you weren't drinking in the players bar players bar started to be, become a little bit extinct you know and this was that kind of era so I'm not silly enough to have a pint because I thought I don't want to get uh, fined but I used to because Jordan would sort of hang around the door and you know have a right good look at who's doing what that's what he was like so I used to have a, a vodka and coke and just sort of get his eye on that and just 
give him a little. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you came down with your towel and wash bag full of balls. We had fucking straw coming out. Of <laughs> when needed. When needed. Comes and handy. always in a locker that one. You, know, you remember that yourself. You, know, you probably never need it, but it's there. <laughs> So yeah, we you know I started doing that, and then through tax reasons, he stayed at the Grosvenor House because he lived out in Spain. So another one was a player of the PFA do back in them days was proper, proper lads had a good drink. Yeah, none of these women around. You know, it was a real. That it was men, it was footballers, and we all drunk. Now that I've, I ain't been for years, but now I believe like a load of women go and like yeah, anyone, much better any, now. <laughs> Anyone can go, whereas it used to just be the only time where all the footballers used to get together and, and have a great, great drink. So uh, we we go. The only thing Jordan can go, even though he was only because it was only PFA, you got to be a PFA member. That's yeah. how strict it was back then. But of course, he lived there, so he couldn't go in there. But he was always in the bar. So I'm, I'm, I've been out most of the day anyway, so I'm, I'm probably more than half cut. And so he sees me, and I could you know, see the disgust on his face. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, hello, ships. Uh, I suppose you're drinking, are you? And I, was, I was going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your drink. Did you get the Monday off as well? Because yeah. it's a Sunday yeah, night, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monday off, yeah. He used to hate all that, so I used to like wind, winding him up, to be honest, uh, with things like that. How would do it? As a manager, because you come in and you were flying and right. Well, yeah. I mean, one thing I ain't mentioned. It was Steve Kemba who bought me, and Steve yeah. Kemba is 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 a legend in my eyes. I, I love the man, Mr. Palace through and through. And uh, he got a raw deal. He, he the same players. So when Dowie comes and we're 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 like for our our we're third and bottom. I do not know, but Dowie Dowie turns up. So the players basically shit on Kemba in my opinion in, in like certain uh, performances and stuff. But he absolutely slogged us to bits. We were doing swimming in the morning at eight o'clock. Couple of beers and you watch everybody, yeah. everybody. Or yeah, no, everyone. Everybody. It, was, it was unbelievable. So we'd go swimming at eight o'clock in the morning, go to the training ground, do a session. And then we'd lunch, another session, you know, this is this happening like three times a week or whatever, absolutely ridiculous. But we're winning. That's the main thing, we're winning. Yeah. So because we were a good set of lads, we, we, we accept this and we just started going up the table and that, I'm not doubting him as a manager, but he got lucky with the lads he got and the fact that we accepted it. Yeah. If we wouldn't have accepted it, we had no like uh, egos which were gonna, you know, we all every now and then we might have had a moan and gone fucking hell swimming again or something. Yeah. But I suppose it's but, hard to mourn when you're winning. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah, you, you get a better feeling, mm. don't you? You see yourself going up the table. So it wasn't surprised when he when he goes to Charlton and he tries to do the same kind of stuff with oh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank because. Hasselbank is not going to swimming at <laughs> and then doing weights at half two, three o'clock. So, yeah, I think that's the luck bit would had run out then, because yeah. all it takes is two or three people to go like fuck this. I mean, we've seen that now in this day and era of football. If, if players want to down tools or cause a scene, yeah. they are now bigger than the manager, or you can get a manager out. Yeah. So. Yeah, but we, we, he's number two, uh, not number two. He's, he's he had a. Australian rugby fella John Harbin who hated footballers because they earned the money and you know with the chalk and cheese with, with rugby but he was just a fitness nutter you know yeah. he'd, he'd, 
you know, when you get injured as a player, sometimes it's nice. You, you go, oh, I can have a week off now. Yeah, you know I, I mean, relaxing you know, week. Like, yeah. I've, I've broke, I've broke my arm, or I've done something, or I can't move that. You know, there's not many managers that go like, go on, get yourself away then, or have a week. Nothing gets past this fellow. Right? If you if you broke your leg, it make you do uh, weights oh, with your arm arms, bike. you know, <laughs> and it, yeah, yeah, do all that. It, it, it's something you know you just can't cannot you know, get. Unless it, unless it broke, unless it's brought your spine, you're fucking wicked. You are doing still something. Not, yeah, you're still yeah, not. He, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he used to love all that. He used to love telling stories about, you know, disabled people who, who, are, who are basically better than you at achieving things, you know. You go into a meeting and you go home thinking you're the worst bloke in the world, you know, yeah. for earning money and not doing this. You know, he's, he's one of them kind of characters, but it all, it all, it all, ticked, it all ticked the boxes at the time and we, we've, we went on an unbelievable run. You know, you could probably get a film out of it nowadays or hell of a documentary from go from third to bottom to, yeah. to promotion so i don't think you're well liked on wearside mate after that semi-final well matt poom should have got it was a salt one it well it was a small touch the big thing with blonde hair yeah but you don't put it back at net it's a small touch would you got away with it now no. No. <laughs> would, it been a, would it have been a yellow now? <laughs> Beat us yeah. on pens. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Winning goal in the final as well. Yeah, that don't get much better than that. Yeah, you've got to admit. I mean, you know, you talk to some footballers who have gone on and won FA Cups, Premier, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're proper players. I, I, I was lucky enough, didn't do any of the... FA Cups so lucky enough to play in three playoff finals 1-2 and it is, the saying is the best way to go up is to win a playoff final and it's so true it's, you get the, the day of the occasion I was captain got the only goal it, it, it don't get much better than that uh, but yeah Palace have, seem to have a bit of a lucky touch uh, to, to promote two yeah. playoff finals Were you injured a lot then the following season? I did get injured yeah I, I had a knee problem tendonitis of the knee uh, we just couldn't work it out. I couldn't sit in in a position more than a minute or so, aching and stuff. And yeah, I, I, I had problems there, so I sort of missed that. Who, who else? Were, Andy Johnson. Andy, Andy Johnson. Johnson yeah, and, yeah. Andy Johnson. We signed uh, we signed a geezer called Sandor Torgelli, who was uh, Norwegian, I think he was, and he was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. And I started getting the arm now because I thought, if I can't get in this side, it's quite embarrassing because the, the players actually wanted us in the side. And Dow, he loved the meeting. He, and, uh, and we'd have meetings and the players would say, I think we need chips in the team. And it was quite cringe. I'd, I'd be there going like, fucking can't say that, lads. I'm like, I am here. <laughs> but so and, uh, was the other lad right, there as well? Right. Was Torgelli there as well? Yeah. Well, I bet it was worse for him. But, uh, and so he buckled once. I played... Uh, I played a couple of Carling Cup games back then and stuff, but to be fair, off a dowry, I got what I wanted about four years later. He was commentating on uh, the playoff final or whatever, and they were asking him about it, and he said, I should have played Shipley more. So I thought that'd do. So at least he's, he's got the... Were you, uh, you, you similar, similar to me? Were you one of them players who had to be playing week in, week out? Yeah. So I, 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 if, I, if, I, if I missed three weeks, I was a fucking bag of shit the, next, the, the game that I got put in. You know, well, fitness-wise and all that, I was just, I was just miles off it. If I had a, a month out of the team, I was miles off it. Well, it's motivation for me. I mean, when, you, when, you, when you're used to playing all the time, I mean, I didn't really play a lot of reserve games, so you start putting me in the reserves, 
I'll probably be all right for a couple of games and mm. stuff. But then you, you think to yourself, I don't want to be a reserve yeah. player. You Playing know what I mean? Monday night, it's, Monday night at seven o'clock. Oh, well, Dow used to do this thing because uh, I say he loved the meeting and he'd have, he'd have this sheet. And so what would happen? I mean, this is quite bad actually. He, he, so it used to happen for the first team, and then it used to happen for the reserves. So you'd play in the first team, whatever, and you'd have to fill in this thing. Yeah? You'd have to give yourself a mark out of ten. How much? You, how much you think you played? Like. What, what could you have done better? It's like a little little card, you know. Who was man the match? You know, it's like, fucking, it's like going back like under tens, isn't it? Like, so, so, and then we'd like, all the comments. Can't the word, the word, like a little trophy on the yeah, end of it. And then, then we'd have a little meeting on the strength of it, and they'd all collect it and go, oh, blah, and the man the match chose, you know, as if anyone's going to go, that's fucking unbelievable. I've got done, Andy. So, but he, he uh, and like, she so have to write little comments, and, and then he'd do it for the reserves. So I'd been on the bench at Old Trafford, right, first team, didn't get on, and I'm playing a reserve game somewhere really shit, and, you know, and I just, I just wrote on there, hard to motivate myself when on the bench trying to get on in front of 68,000 people, 68,000 people, and then having to play in a reserve match with three, 300 people, something like that, you know. Then we, he, he didn't like that, you know, because he didn't see the funny side of that. But, <laughs> yeah. Did you give yourself yeah. 11? <laughs> <laughs> so then I started getting phone calls, some ridiculous phone calls as well. Uh, Plymouth at the time uh, wanted us. Now, it's never, never going to happen. I'm not going to go down to Plymouth. Just, you know, I don't know if you know Plymouth. You just, there's no short way to get to Plymouth. <laughs> It takes like. You're probably better off fucking jumping on at South End and swimming yeah, around, aren't you? They offer me good money. They offer me good money. But I ain't got the art. I said, I'll sleep on it and all that. And I, I, I said, fine, I said, look, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So I, I blew that out. Uh, there was a few other rumours going out, but then Warnock phones me. So I'm at Legoland with, with my boy and uh, coming out of Legoland. Oh, John, I, and he took you like you took him. <laughs> I couldn't get on the device, John, I was too big. <laughs> so Walt went out of there, he phones me. He goes, all right, ships, it's Warnock, blah, blah, blah. Interested? I went, yeah, I am interested, yeah, come up. He went, are you fit? I mean, yeah. He went, you've never been fucking fit in your life, son. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, I thought, hey, you might be you right do for me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I go out there, I'll get the train up there, go and meet him. And uh, it goes, well, I, I played at Bramble Lane a few times, obviously, over my career. But to actually see it with no fans in there, and, and I thought, this, this would do me. And I signed for fucking peanuts, really. I, I didn't sign for a lot of money. I weren't on a lot of money. I actually took a wage, well, I definitely took a wage cut, but it weren't a lot of money. So we do, we do the deal, I do the handshake, and then he drops me off at the station. Now, I think he had a, a Merc, CC, I don't know, they're not, they're not small, but they're not massive. It's a, two, it's a convertible. So he went, right, son, we've got to be discreet here. I don't want anyone fucking seeing me. He's got a load of patio furniture, all the fucking boxed up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having to sort of climb out backwards through it and all that. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't think there's any discreet way we're going to do this. Uh, <laughs> you know? like, so yeah, I think people knew that I was up there, uh, that. But no, it happened, and that's where the money came in. So I was waiting on, I don't know, fifty odd grand or something uh, off a of palace. Jordan, being him, was saying no, you're not going to get your money. So I sort of dug my heels in a bit, and uh, the chief executive, Phil Alexandra at Palace, phoned me up. He went, he ain't going to budge ships. He said, there's there's more than one one way to skin a cat. He said, and I, I remember that, and I thought. 
do you know what? Football's more important here. So he knocked me in the end for about 15 grand, I think it was, which, okay, ain't a fucking great deal of money, but that sort of just summed him up as a bloke. That's why I couldn't, I couldn't stand a bloke after that. After what I'd done as well. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know he just think, just do the fucking right thing. Yeah. So that summed him up. So anyway, that was that. I went to Sheffield and uh, loved, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And same as Barnsley. You That's moved why. back to Leeds or did you move to Sheffield? I moved to Sheffield then. I had a... Uh, Apparently, you either live one side of the city or the other. That's how it is in Sheffield. Yeah. And I lived uh, in a place called Daw, which apparently is supposed to be a really nice area. I rented a place. Again, she didn't come up all the time, and it was still like that. That's, that's why it was never... As much as I say I'm a closet northerner, as long as I was with her, it was never going to happen because she definitely would have moved up. I possibly could have, but then I'm still so much a bit of a Londoner or South that I don't think I could have, you know, just settled up there forever kind of yeah. thing but when I was up there I loved it same as Barnsley go down in my opinion they, the Sheffield like they work they work Monday to Friday they want to go and have a beer down the pub on a Friday football's their life you know it's, it's a simple life basically and it's something that I enjoyed they enjoyed I, I used to go down the pub and I can't believe that can you, but yeah, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I used to, you know they used to cast me as one of their own I think and I think that's why they you know, I think they quite like me up there. I think they could appreciate the sort of footballer that you were as well. You used to, not, I said not just a workhorse, but you did just, just fucking roll your sleeves up and graft your bollocks off, didn't you? That's, what, that's my, that's my long-lasting memory of, of you as a player when I, when yeah, I play I, with you. I've probably got as, probably as good as what I could get out of myself, you know. Yeah. I, I, I was a grafter. You know, even when I got big, I still try to run around. Uh, I'll, I'll have the battle. Mm. You know, I was a dying breed, you know, yourself. We're target men. You yeah. don't see a lot of target men now. You've got to enjoy being a target man. There's certain things you've got to do. You can hold the ball up. You've got to take enjoyment out of pinning the centre forward. Uh, centre half keeping the ball for a couple of seconds let the events settle and stuff like that it's, it's a it's a skill in itself being a target man and probably not you know nowadays the kids play too much games they watch too much Barcelona stuff and it's a bit of a dying breed now uh, mm. it's what you can do on the ball skill wise did you enjoy playing under Warnock as a manager yeah I loved it I loved it because he, 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 one thing he said to me when I, when I signed he, he said I know you're a London lad ships and I'll, I'll get you back London when I can and and he kept up with that. I mean, there was once I played at Crew. It was on a Saturday, obviously. I thought we were winning. It's easy when you're winning, but you know, I'd, I'd nick one and that. And then it's uh, so right. See you Thursday. You know, and that happened quite a lot. Oh, and I'd go back God. home, you know, and I'd say to the lad, "See you later." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he kept his word. Yeah. But he, what I like about Warnock is, so when when my missus did come up, uh, Jack would have been two, maybe I don't know, something like that, baby anyway. And uh, I think we was all supposed to have a night out and I couldn't get a babysitter. You know, I didn't have, I didn't know a big circle of friends in Sheffield and that. And uh, the gaffer went, I'll babysit for your ships. <laughs> 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 and I sort of had to go, hey? He went, I'll look after you something if you want. And uh, I thought, I thought myself, fucking hell, that's quality. And I, he, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take him up on oh. it. But I thought, what a, you know, what a nice thing to do or, or suggest, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and another one is, I used to be up there on my own quite a bit. Warnock loved it. He'd come out and he'd, he'd go like, well, this is what we're going to do today, lads. Uh, you know, Stuart McCall, Matt, Matt would take this. Mark. And he'd go off a tangent and he'd go, he said, uh, I've got, uh, I'm going to go and watch Neil Sadaka tonight at the uh, Sheffield, whatever their hall is, you know, Sheffield. And we've got a spare ticket. 
anyone fancy it? And I'm up there on my own now, old Campbell and all that, you know, like he's done a bit of that. I, and I went, I'll have a bit of that gaffer. <laughs> he must have thought, fuck off. I didn't think anyone was going to say it. <laughs> so I went out with him, his missus, uh, Mick, uh, oh, what's it? Mick is so I was there on my own and uh, I was yeah, booging along to Neil Sadaka and uh, I, yeah, I, I bet he's probably thinking, fucking hell, what a night that was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anyone would take me up on that. <laughs> Three mil, you know, I did get my wallet out of the paper the mill, but he said, don't worry. So. <laughs> no, and I think that's the kind of respect we had because I, I wouldn't have done that if it, not only, well, Harry probably, but a lot of the other managers. That's kind of, that's what he, our, our, how he made you feel, you know. Yeah. He, he he certainly got the, the reason best why out of players. The reason why he's been so successful. Yeah. So did Brentford buy you? No, he, he he let me go on a free. Basically, Warnock kept his word because he said to me, "I'm not going to do what what Crystal Palace done here." So, because Warnock, he's he's very uh, well. I think he liked us likes us as a player. Yeah. And but no, so, so, yeah, he, he he always says, which is it's hard to me to say because I'm not really like that. But he, he he always says the reason Sheffield United got promoted is because of me, which you know. As much as I like to tell people things, it's, it's, it's a lovely thing to say, but it's not something you're going to say. And I took all the Brentford lads to Cheltenham and popped into Sheffield United. I had all the players in the, uh, the tables and, the, and they had the thing, I've just come to say hello. As I walked in, one, I went, right, fucking everyone get up. <laughs> he went, clap this, hand, clap this man, because you wouldn't be where you fucking are now if it weren't for him. So, That's yeah. tremendous, that. And I, I, yeah, I've... I went out of there thinking I was fucking seven foot tall. Was that off the pitch as well as on it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that was at, say that was at Cheltenham. Uh, he, he was great. Yeah, he was yes. just great. He, he dropped me for the Sheffield derby, which was hard to take. But I had so much respect for him, and I'll never forget that. He, you know, I'd played in the first one, and this this would have been at Hillsborough, and he he, he sat me down and he went, he said, yeah, "I'm going to leave you out of those ships," and I was like, "Fucking like any other manager, I would have." fucking slaughtered him and I just thought no and I went okay I went right I said I'll take that gaffer I said but I'll be here when you need me and they couldn't fucking score for Toffee the forwards so that I was back in within about three weeks and then played the whole of the season so that's I think that's probably why he says that last push was, uh, was yeah. probably because because of me but but no it, I had a lot, a lot of respect for him so I mean I was gutted this year I mean I, I want him to have on his CV that he's kept the team in the premiership you know, and that game against Chelsea with Cardiff and that, you know, this VAR is going to fucking ruin this game, in my mm. opinion, it really will. So he still ain't had it, he still ain't got it, and I don't, he can't go on forever. He'll have to retire down to fucking Cornwall, I think it is, where he's got his tractors and everything. <laughs> but I think the fact that he's still getting teams promoted on shoestring budget just says Australia. everything about him. You know, even, he hardly had a budget at Cardiff last year, did he? And he's still done the best out of the, the other teams that came up. It's because there's no bullshit of him. I mean, you know, we, we could all sit here and we can invent the new big thing in football. This is a guarantee of how to win a game. You know, that can be done. But if you don't buy into it, so the man management is the most powerful thing in, in football. Manager, in, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's why he, he does it, because he knows how to treat the players. There's, there's, no, there's no bullshit. So was that spell then at Brentford just having another go, but was your heart in it? No, well, no. I mean, I was still hungry to play then. Uh, I had a team, I think it was Columbus Crew. I had a Spanish team, wanted the last push to get promoted to the Liga. I had a Greek team. There was all these stuff sniffing about. And because it, it, I lived in Tedderton, which is near Brentford, 
and I just met them and, and decided to go down there. But it, it it just faded out. It was ridiculous. You know, it didn't didn't suit us. Uh, and then once I knew it weren't suiting us, I, I thought I oh, know I'm going to retire. Uh, I basically just. Is that a difficult decision, retiring? Because like you said, you... Well, I had had a bit of false hopes. At the time, I had a place in Dubai. I thought I was going to do some coaching out there. He turned out to be be full of shit. Uh, (laughs) Basically, he's not willing to marry because I didn't marry her, but that broke down about a year after. So everything sort of caved in. So it's all ifs and buts. I don't think you can spend your life looking back too much, but, you know, if I would have chose anything from other than Brentford i.e. anything abroad probably would have got my levels of like let's have another go uh, but once I knew I weren't enjoying it at Brentford you know I'd probably have two takeaways a week I sort of upped that to that four you know <laughs> and, and, you uh, cut, and you cut and you cut <laughs> you cut down at Brentford you, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I suddenly had to sort of buy bigger shorts you know all these kind of things <laughs> that me right it's going to be quite hard work to contain this sort of football thing uh, I, I decided it might be best if I uh, get the passion for what I'm good at and that's uh eating lots of calories and uh, <laughs> no exercise I, mean, I, I was always going to be this big <laughs> as long as I've got an hole in my arse you know what I mean <laughs> well Chips cheers yeah thank Brilliant. you very much been a pleasure cheers mate yeah cheers lads yeah to come down south again aren't we a lot longer can't we yeah. huh? there you go I don't, I don't think I've ever been this hot the backs of my legs Sweaty. <laughs> I would like to think. I like, you know, if I scratch underneath my balls, I would like, <laughs> like to have a sniff of the old fingers. I'll tell you that for. I'll tell you that for no. No German manager. <laughs> scratch and sniff. <laughs> he kept getting caught and older. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. The he big obviously covers his dick. Like Yeah, you were picker, picker and licker as well, weren't you? <laughs> you were getting done on both, both it's sides. Fantastic. Yeah, that's the worst one, only old fucking damn having a dig up and then <laughs> <laughs> dig up. <Yeah. laughs> Mind you, I saw it in your own bedroom, but not like uh, managing <laughs> Germany. Pilot <laughs> <laughs> World Cup. I love the way you sort of lift it there for a while. Oh, no, I want to do it. No, I want to do it. It sort of just comes down. Can't help himself. Can't help himself. No, cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Yeah, cheers, cheers mate. For that, mate. Hold on, interesting fact time. Oh yes, did you know that Mark Hughes' bicycle kick extraordinaire once played for Wales and Bayern Munich in the same day? Yeah, he played at 12 o'clock for Wales in a Euro 88 qualifier in Prague before flying over the Czech border to play the second half of Bayern Munich versus Borussia Mönchengladbach, eh? How about that? Shove that in your sports science bag. An interesting fact, I'm sure you'll agree, and I'll tell you where else you'll find interesting facts. In fact, it's a wash with interest, bubbling with interesting facts. The Economist. Oh, yes. And as listeners of Under the Cost, you can get yourself a free copy. Just dropped off at your door, just like that. Absolutely free. All you've got to do is text UNDER, just like the title, U-N-D-R, to 78070, and you'll have your free copy on the doorstep before you know it. You see, The Economist is about more than just economics and finance. It covers a wide range of subjects from world politics, business, science, technology, art, the environment, and of course, sport. As regular listeners know, I'm an avid reader. I'm currently nestled in front of the log fire with a wholesome meal, chips, pudding, peas, gravy, can of Impto, a battered banana for dessert, and uh, the latest copy of The Economist in hand. As Belinda Carlisle once said, heaven is a place on earth, and I'm experiencing it right now. You see, The Economist is the smart guide to the forces changing your world so if you've never stopped asking questions get your free copy of the economist now by texting under undr just like the title to 78070 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.